0: Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocketcast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Good evening, everyone from the USA, all over the world, Canada, Long Island (aka Strong Island), plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks (aka Lonely Nomad, aka The Greginator, aka The Unstoppable Independent Podcaster), host with the most, YouTuber, and rookie podcaster, at Queens, New York. And you are now listening and rocking with the one hundred and tenth episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast. And yes, we do have a great show for you today. And first and foremost, um, I'll, first and foremost, let, I want to address something. Actually, I know everybody is like, you know, wondering today's weather forecast was just. Basically, a little bit surprising, actually. And I'm really hoping that everybody's not out there during the Snowmageddon, which is like between 18, no, between 16 to about 18 inches. And what I mean by Snowmageddon, folks, it's about the nor'easter. The last time we had a nor'easter in New York, it was just nonstop crazy. But this one in particular, um, may have may have basically um made some stores, including my job, um, basically closed because of um because of the amounts of snow. And I, I and I feel for people, and I'm glad I'm not out there because it's like, <laughs> like it's crazy, man. I never would have thought that I was actually gonna um be you know, home today. But, you know, it is what it is, man. I wanted to make up for last Saturday that I didn't record. So here I am giving it to you guys right now. So and speaking of giving it to you guys, um, if you guys are new listeners and YouTubers who are watching on the YouTube and miss any previous episodes whatsoever, don't worry. I got your back all you need to do is go subscribe to the youtube channel g money stacks 555 make sure you enable alerts alongside with leaving a like and a comment with the topics in the episodes um stay tuned for more video content um upcoming episodes previous episodes share the videos share the episodes Make sure you tell a friend to another friend and I will go over the stream platforms on the go at the end of the show. All right. So now, now that I got that out of the way, I want to start off this show with some with some mental health check in. As prior to um starting the recording, I did um I did mention a little briefly now how I'm feeling mentally, physically, and spiritually, you ask. Well, mentally I'm I'm actually relieved that I'm home today because of the snowmageddon that's going on right now between 16 to 18 inches, which is which is very surprising to me, actually. whoever thought that New York was going to get that much snow, man, which is considered a whiteout by the way. (laughs) I was like, okay, I know I'm not going to be out there, but I know some people, but there's some people out there who work in hospitals and stuff that's actually probably stranded because, um, well, (laughs) well, because, um, they probably going to have a hard time maybe getting home and, And, yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, bus service is, like, crazy right now when it comes to, like, what what weather-related conditions and stuff that's so dangerous and treacherous. And I was like, yo, I don't want to be a part of that shit. So I'm actually glad I'm here to actually record uh, for you guys just to make up for last Saturday that I didn't get a chance to record. So, you know what I mean? and yeah so there you have it right there now physically and spiritually i am doing all right so far so far um let me do a little recap um a little recap from the previous episode that i did when i had um two women as my guests. shout outs to i wanted to give a shout out to style lee and and bell aka black diamond for joining me on episode 109 and i really appreciate y'all for um for you know taking the time to actually you know to be on there you know talk your shit and all that other stuff you know what i mean um hopefully hopefully in may i will probably probably be able to get them again in terms of the mental health check-in month of May, which is which is probably gonna be around the time I do the eight senses of wellness, which was which which by the way was a was a good idea of a topic by um by a streamer who goes by the name of Lady Liz, who is on the book the, the poke the po- the Pococha app. And, yes. Yeah. um, And, you know, she's a teacher. She teaches dances as far as hip-hop and stuff, which is pretty awesome, actually. And she also has a podcast um, called Art Essential or Not. So, if you guys don't know about it, I suggest you go listen to it. On Spotify and other streaming platforms, wherever you get your podcasts and stuff. So there you go, right there. Um. So yeah. Um. Now that I got that out the way. Now that I got that out the way and stuff. Um. Let's go to our main. Hold on. Let's go to our main. Main. Hold on a second, folks. And this is crazy, actually. Um, This is... Just, oh, boy. Okay. Okay, we're going to do a segment that I haven't done in a minute. This has to do with a crazy man who decides to actually... Um, Hang on a minute. It has to do with a crazy man who decides to actually cause a scene in Queens. Now hold on a minute here. Yeah. And this is called the New York Mass Transit Files. Alright. Now I do wanna um I do wanna actually point out something actually before we even start though. This story that I'm about to talk about here. Is going to get you a little baffled, actually. So, here it is. So, this story goes in regards to um, a police. So, the police need the public's help in finding the violent perpetrator responsible for the Queens subway stabbing earlier this week that left a 36-year-old man critically injured. Law enforcement sources said the attack happened in broad daylight at about 225 PM on January the second at the Rock Ray Boulevard station on the A Line in Ozone Park. You heard me. According to authorities, the suspect approached the victim from behind on the manhattan bound platform while he waited for an arriving train cops said the attacker pulled out an unidentified sharp object and stabbed the victim twice in the right side of his neck causing the man to fall to the platform floor Sources familiar with the case said that the assault appeared to be completely unprovoked as no words were exchanged before the suspect um, pounced on the victim. Following the attack, police noted the perpetrator um, bolted out of the station and fled in an unknown direction. Officers from the 106 um Precinct and the NYPD Transit District 23 responded to the incident ems rushed the victim to jamaica hospital where he was listed in critical critical but stable condition january 5th the nypd released an image of the suspect who who's pictured holding the sharp object in his right hand oh lord oh lord you know i want to say something man let me say something about this 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 incident goes back to a previous incident that I talked about in regards to this Asian woman who goes by the name of Michelle Ho, who no, excuse me, Michelle Go. Yeah, Michelle Go actually, um, who is the Asian woman that got pushed onto an oncoming, ongoing R train that was approaching, all right? And 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 this goes back to the previous episode that we was talking about the homeless crisis and stuff like that, right? Um I'm having a hard time with this with this with this crazy ass notion that um that being homeless like a bum is is a fucking lifestyle. You know, and the reason why I don't find this to be a lifestyle is because because being homeless, to me, is not fun. The same way prison is not fun at all. Those two places, what they got in common, is is where people end up getting beat up and shit. That is not fun to me, and that is not a fucking lifestyle, right? and you know i had to ask certain people about this um and what i'm going to do is for episode 109 i am going to post a question on not only on anchor but it's also feed not only on anchor but it's also featured in the in the spotify episode description of 109 um for the listeners out there, um, when I post it on Monday, I want you guys to answer. I want you guys thoughts on this. Do you think being homeless like a bum who basically um who basically even if the even if they're mentally ill um is considered a lifestyle because i'm having a hard time with this man you know what i mean last time i checked a lifestyle has to do with um vacationing on an island having a yacht <laughs> to go fishing <laughs> and then there's and then there's your your um your fancy mansion and then you have your um fancy cars you have you have a hot wife. Um all these things are considered lifestyles. <laughs> even the idiotic even the idiotic idea of having a Birkin bag for over for over thousands of dollars. <laughs> I don't want that part I don't understand how that Birkin bag shit was considered a lifestyle. That's the shit I don't understand at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit is just beyond me. <laughs> um, So, yeah, this is just... <laughs> I mean, yeah, so like I said, man, I don't really consider this to be a lifestyle because you hear cases about um people getting pushed to the tracks by you know, homeless people that are mentally ill or whatever, but but you know what I didn't get a chance to say is, um, everybody has a free will, right? Um, you can't force somebody to get help if if they don't want it. You know what I'm saying? And and to me, it's just it just it just baffles me, man. That I have to hear stories about people getting pushed to the tracks again which <laughs> I'm like, I'm like beyond. It's fucking disgusting, folks. You know what I mean? It's just fucking disgusting. Um, Yeah, that's just my take on that shit, though, man. Of that shit not being a lifestyle. That shit is not a fucking lifestyle. I don't care if mentally ill or not, it doesn't give you, mentally ill or not, it doesn't give you the fucking right to kill people. Okay? <laughs> like, I've seen this numerous of times. I even witnessed somebody in by Jackson Heights. um, No, Roosevelt Avenue, Jackson Heights, right? While well, I was waiting for the Express E-Train coming from LaGuardia Community College. There's some jerk face who tried to make a fucking attempt to push somebody onto an oncoming train of an E-Train. To have this person killed. And that shit really kind of baffles me, man. And I think what the MTA needs to do, they need to put barriers on every train station. Because you can't keep having more fucking incidents like this ever again. Yeah, this is is fucking crazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's just my take on that shit, though, man. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So that's basically it for. Um. Hold on a second. Yeah. That's basically it for. Um. Let me see if I have any more. Um. Sorry. That's basically it for now. As far as the. uh, As far as the Queens incident. Um, we're going to go to our segment, which is called. Um, hold on a second, folks. It's called Chatting or The Jazz. I'm sorry, wrong button. And, of course, Today's chatting on the jazz. um One of the topics we're going to be discussing is in regards to, in regards to, um, this incident right here. We got another incident that's happening here, folks. So, so just bear with me here. Um, I know I'm just like trying to figure. Here we go. All right. So this is in regards to George Floyd, George Floyd's um, niece, right? So here's what's happening here. George Floyd's niece, um, who's, four year, who's four years old, um, Ariana, was shot while sleeping in her bed Saturday after a gunman opened fire in, on her home, Houston police said. The girl was shot in the torso and is in stable condition after emergency surgery, police said. The bullet punctured her lung and liver and also broke three ribs. ABC 13 Houston said a family identified her as Floyd's niece. Yeah, police said in a statement they do not know if it was one person or multiple people firing the shots. Cops have no suspects and don't know a possible motive. Ariana was asleep in her bed when she was shot, according to ABC Houston. Her family often brought her along to marches and rallies for rallies calling for justice for her late uncle yeah um let me see so of course obviously this was in this was in um what is it um ex-minneapolis cop Derek chauvin was sentenced to more than 20 years in prison for murdering floyd after he held his knee on floyd's neck for nine minutes and twenty nine seconds in May 2020. Yeah I think people just had enough actually I think people had enough of this shit though man um let's move on to the next one I ain't got not not much to say on this shit um okay so we have another um okay so we got some we got some issues in regards to this omicron shit, okay, omicron has strike has strike has struck again. Okay, so all right, so um, it just turned into um triage. Um, of course, that's how Ann Court des- describes the past few weeks on Broadway as senior VP. Uh, production and co-producer of Disney Theater caught sore firsthand the chaotic, the chaotic spate of disruptions, cancellations and closings prompted by the surging Omicron variant, not just in New York, but, but around the world during the crucial holiday period. You wake up in the morning and you brace yourself as each company's daily test results start to come in, says Court, who has day to day oversight of Disney's global portfolio of 24 productions for about a week there. It felt like a tsunami. So did the onslaught of unsettling news that came out of Broadway during what is usually the industry's most profitable time of, of year. With Omicron ripping through the Broadway community, the, the majority of the approximately 30 shows running f- um, everything from Disney's The Lion King and Aladdin to Hamilton to six to six. Announced cancellations of one or more performances. The industry's newest buzz magnet, the, the music man, went dark for more than a week. Um when both leads, including headliner Hugh Jackman, tested positive. Five productions um includes Jagged Little Pill, Ain't Too Proud, Thoughts of a Colored Man, which features um Mac Wilds, Flying Over Sunset. And waitress announced early closure. Mrs. Doubtfire called a nine-week hiatus, and the fan event BroadwayCon pushed its dates from February to July. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Um, for Broadway, it was a perfect storm. Omicron's extreme contagiousness re- wreaked havoc among productions that were already relying more than usual on understudies, swing performance and last minute um, replacements to keep shows running without interruption. Every canceled performance meant um, lost revenue, Um, weakening the foundations of vulnerable shows and heightening uncertainty. Simultaneously productions that received funds from the, on from the shuttered venue operations, Grant had reached the time when that money be, um, began to run out. While airline disruptions threw off ho- holiday um, tourism, as Omicron made some consumers more hesitant to travel or to share space with an audience of 1,000 strangers. Beyond the holidays, January and February are always a struggle at the Broadway box office, even in the best to- the best of times. All those factors led to difficult decisions. The play Thoughts of a Colored Man had announced new cast members and planned to run through March 20th, at one point calling on playwright. Um, Keenan Scott II to jump into the show Book in hand before unavoidable COVID cancellations Unpended things Just a week prior to everything happening Our event sales had just hit 1.2 million We were doing well um, Says um, producer Brian Morland. We weren't in danger And then this variant came in On December 23rd, producers announced that Thoughts of Thoughts, which had just paused performances the night before, had played its final show. When we opened, we knew that we couldn't sustain a COVID um, closure, Marlon explains. Going down for 10 days, you are basically taking it from your reserve. As a brand new play, we just weren't able to make it happen. Um, Of course, under, under current contracts, productions paid the running costs for a show, whether the show goes on or not. That was a prior reason that the producers of Mrs. Doubtfire, which canceled 11 performances between December 12th and December 21st, banged out a hiatus deal with that will close the show um January tenth, effectively pausing the payment on the majority of its seven hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Run weekly running costs, including cast and crew salaries, until the show reopens at the same theater March fifteenth. Producer Um Kevin Um McCollins estimates that during Omicron COVID testing costs went from $18,000 per week to almost $60,000 at one point. Pegging the hiatus losses for Doubtfire at about $500,000 for nine weeks versus an estimated $3.5 million loss if the show had tried to run during that period. Uh, contracts are built so that you either open or close, but there's no grace for a challenge to gather, he says. The pandemic is the definition of a challenge to gather, and in those conditions, we as producers need a catastrophic clause to hibernate. Hmm. So. Um, a recent proposal by the Broadway League to reduce salaries to half of COVID-canceled performances has so far been rejected by unions. <laughs> Meanwhile, McCollum's other Broadway show, Six, with a much smaller cast, a single set, and significantly run, lowering, excuse me, lower running costs is... Like many other productions, forging ahead in tumultuous times with the help of understudies, standbys, and anyone else they can call to avoid canceling a performance. Over the holidays, wicked headlines when a a former cast member who'd since gotten a job as a software engineer in Chicago hopped on a plane to play um, El Faba, on Broadway. At The Lion King, one of the kids who usually played young Simba filled in for the characters of Paramore, young Nyla. Both incidents directed attention to the demanding behind-the-scenes work of understudies and standbys, work that has always kept productions running consistently and has become even more integral now. At Disney court is no no stranger to enlisting alumni. Um yeah, alumni. Yeah, alumni wait alumni. Wait, 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 where did I leave off here? Alumni. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah man, yeah. I'm hold on a second, folks. I'm trying to figure out where I left off here. Um, studies. Sorry about that. yeah yes here we are yes alumni who played yes um at disney court is no stranger to enlisting alumni who played a part 10 years ago or flying a company member from one production to another or figuring out how to how to tell the story of the lion king without one of the hyenas. In recent days, she's had to do that kind of thing more and more. And she's quick to point out that her cast and crew members, like workers all across Broadway, have stepped up to meet the challenges. In crisis, I never want to be in trouble. No, I never want to be in trenches, to be exact with anybody but theater people, she says. You can you call the theater people and you say, how do we make this work? It's it's the stage hands, the managers, the covers, the resident directors. There's nobody like them. However, sometimes during the Omicron surge, you can get to a point where there there's enough cases in one cast that even if i can do a show i still think we need to give everybody a pause post holidays broadway has begun to steady itself and most guestings will um, stabilize further with omicron receding as quickly as it has in other areas of the world the industry is Still bracing for a hangover period that could last up to a couple of months, but hopes for the spring are high. Um, Let me see. In as much um, as everyone can bank on anything in unpredictable times, I think the one thing we've all learned, Core says, is we just take it one day at a time. And that's a fact that I could agree on, man. That's that's a fucking fact that I could agree on. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see. Um okay, we're going to our next topic, we are gonna talk about the The unseen photos. All right. Okay. Once upon a time in Shaolin, um, um, specifically between 1999 and 2004, the FBI FBI kept tabs on the Wu-Tang clan investigating the iconic hip-hop collective for a range of alleged crimes, including drunk running, illegal weapons possession, carjackings, gang ties, and even murder two decades later the wool are still in the united states government's scope a bet for a very different reason on wednesday january 5th the government released never before seen photos of the staten island rap crew once upon a time in shaolin album as obtained by BuzzFeed news the one of the kind album fell into the government's hands in 2018 after its former owner infamous, um, farmer bro, Martin, um, um, Martin, um, not even, I'm not even going to butcher his last name though. Um, was convicted of fraud and sentenced to seven years in prison. Yeah. Um, In July 2021, the album was sold again to, um, with Pleasure, um, Pleasure Dow, a collective of DeFi leaders, early NFT collectors, and digital artists for a set for a reported $4 million. Um. BuzzFeed News, who obtained the photographs through a freedom of information, Act lawsuit, published over a dozen images of the sole copy of Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, as well as a copy of the Bill of Sale and Purchase Agreement. The album, which w- was conceived by RZA and co-produced, um, co-producer to be exact, um, Silver Rings, as a collector's item akin to a piece of fine art is kept in a nickel silver box stored in a cedar wood yeah, cedar wood um box and covered in black cow leather with light beige velvet line wait hold on hold on hold on, hold on. am i reading this right So it's made from nickel silver box stored in a cedar wood box and covered in black cow leather <laughs> with white beige velvet lining. Oh, man. Also in a 175-page in lyric book and gold-leafed certificate of authority. Oh, bu- Oh, wow. Photographs showing the double albums, two CDs, um, 20 song track list and lyric book, however, um, were re- um, redacted by the government who cited trade secrets. The amount they sold the album for in July 2021 was also redacted for the same reason. Although once upon a time and Shaolins is now in the hands of a group of uh, in a group of acquired culturally significant pieces with a charitable twist. Pleasure pro yeah, pleasure Dow is is still forbidden from duplicating the Bikini album for commercial gain. The newly obtained documents state the new buyers must adhere to the same terms of um Shire- Shirelli's, um Shirelli's, whatever. The, yeah, Shirelli's. Uh Original purchase agreement, uh, which means they may display the presentation box embedded with the Wu Tang clan logo, which was des- designed by British Moroccan artist um, um, Yaya uh, Roach. No, Yaya Roach. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> but they are um, prohibited from making copies of the album. The documents also shed light on the album's um July twenty twenty one sale. Re- reviewing um no reviewing actually um Peter Schoolidge, Pleasure Dow's attorney, had been pursuing the Wu Tangs on um, rare LP since. At least March 2018, when he represented um Silver Rings, um the producer who owned 50% of the album's masters was prepared to file a petition under the f- um forfeiture no forfeiture order to protect his rights in the work. Earlier this year, Rizzo expressed his regret over selling Once Upon a Time in Shaolin to Martin um, Shirelli, who originally purchased the album for $2 million in 2015. It was in the wrong hands, he said during the interview with High 97. He made the deal before it was revealed of his character, of his personality, and all of the insidious things he would go on to do. However, Rizzo shared his optimism. He shared his optimism optimism about the album's current owners saying now that pleasure Dow has it there's opportunity that a lot these beautiful ideas of what this art can be and how it could expand itself in the world and in its own life of itself i think the possibilities are there now wow hmm Yep. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, he probably regrets um selling it to to someone in the wrong hands. If I had some if I had like a prized possession that was um if I had like a prized possession and stuff like that and I don't want to sell it, uh you better believe I ain't going to fucking keep it. <laughs> I am going to fucking keep it, man. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> because <laughs> because it's like it's like your precious precious, precious, precious baby and you got mad memories of pictures. You know what I'm saying? Pictures from the 90s to the 2000s. Like, why would you give away it's like, why would you give away your memories and shit, man? It's a little it's a little worse than giving away your childhood and shit. You know what I'm saying? Stay with me, folks, as I actually take a little sip. Hold on. Yeah. All right. So. Um. All right. So. Our next our next thing that I didn't get a chance to talk about is the Golden The Golden Globe Snubs of 2022. Oh, I've been waiting to talk about this, man. Oh man. Hold on. Let me see how much time I got here. I we could swing this, man. <laughs> All right, so the biggest snubs and surprises from Golden Globes 2022. Okay, here we go. So the 2022 Golden Globes went down, well, sort of. This year's ceremony was more of a Pat press release since the usual long TV broadcast with an opening monologue from the likes of Ricky Um Gervais. Um, yeah, Ricky Gervais, Gervais um, followed by um, celeb, presenters have been mixed. Mi- Thanks to a scandal that came to light last year when it was exposed, how few journalists of color are involved in the organization. Among other um, controversies, no network aired the 2022 Globes. But the show went on in a subdued form as a private event even though nobody was able to watch the camera pan to celebs pretending to lock happy when their competitors won despite the odd circumstances the 2022 um golden globes still had a murderous role of heavy hitters star nominated including denzel washington ben affleck will smith Olivia Colman, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jamie, um, uh, what is it? Dornan and Steven Spielberg, among others. Here are the here are the snubs and surprises from the list of 2022 Golden Globe winners. Um, Su. um, Korean actor, um, uh, Oh Yasu a77 took home the trophy for the be- for best uh, supporting actor television for his role in Squid Game, although The Bloody Korean Show was an unlikely runaway hit on Netflix. Um, oh, Yeon-Soo um, was up against the likes of more famous stars such as uh, uh, Kieran Culkin, Secession, Brett Goldstein, Ted Lasso, which I never really never really watched it. Um <clears throat> and Mark um Duplass, Mark Mark Duplass and Billy Crudup both for the Morning Show on HBO Max. Um while Duplass and Crudup likely canceled each other, each other out. As is often the case when multiple actors get nominated from the same show, Ted Lasso and Secession are both critical darlings, while Squid Game is trend, trendy but new. So, this win is a surprise. Hmm. Okay. Um. So, we have our next victim of, of a snub. Okay, our next victim of a snub is Jennifer Coolidge. Secession stars Sarah Snook. Age 34, won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress Television. Her performance as um, Shiv Roy is, is great and it's deserved. However, Secession is getting a season four and presumably, presumably, more thereafter so she'll get plenty more chances jennifer coolidge h60 on the other hand turned in a bit no excuse me bond burner to be exact of a performance in white lotus brimming with both humor and pathos as tanya McQuoid. A somewhat delusional daughter mourning her deceased mother at the a Hawaiian resort. That show is getting a uh, season two, but she won't be in it as it will reportedly have a new cast. So this was um this um was a chance to win, and it's also somehow her first nomination. Even though she's an industry veteran with a slew of memorable roles, *Legally Blonde*, *American Pie*, etc., ignoring her is a snub. Okay, um, Kieran Culkin. Okay, both of Culkin's Secession co-stars, Jeremy Strong, age forty-three, and Sarah Snook, won Golden One Globes for their respective. Performances as awkward Roy, bro, Roy brother Kendall, and um, conniving sister Shiv, but no dice for coking. <laughs> Uh He's <laughs> <Ace> 39 <laughs> as the crowd pleasing Roman. Uh, one fan comment One fan even commented on Twitter regarding Squid Game after. All oh, Yeon Sung winning the supporting at the category Loved him but Kieran Culkin Was better um, In my opinion Another fan tweeted This is um, Kieran And Brett Goldstein's Category by the way Culkin's show got Golden Globes love and also Scored a best drama Series win but he ended Up empty handed um, um Kieran Culkin might be a four-time going to glove loser, but he's my four-time going to glove loser, one fan proclaimed. While Coken's wife um posted a photo on her Instagram story on which she wrote Loser on his face. Damn. Damn. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Um. So our uh, next one is um. What is it? Mj Rodriguez. Um, age thirty-one. Uh, won the Globe for Best Actress in a TV drama for her role in FX's *Pose* as House Mother, um, Blanca Rodriguez, making history as its first trans actress to win a major cat acting category. <sighs> This is a surprise, considering the fact that she was up against Elizabeth Moss, the the Handmaid's Tale, who seems to keep winning, even though that show is beyond tired. Christine um, Baronski, The Good Fight, Jennifer Anson, The Morning Show, and um, Yuzo um, Aduba in Treatment, who the post predicted would win. Okay, fought the gloves and all that. But this is some good shit right here. One ecstatic fan tweeted another commented MJ Rodriguez finally gets recognized and awarded by the Golden Globes for her role in pose and she can't even give a proper speech. (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) Wow. Andrew Garfield who's who was also featured in, um, of course, No Way Home, the third Spider-Man movie. Um, Garfield, age 38, for Best Actor, Motion Picture, Musical Comedy for his performance in Tick, Tick, Boom. Although he showed, no, although he got showered with acclaim, this win is still a surprise, since it was a crowded category he was up against Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Don't Look Up. Peter Dinklage, um, Serrano, Cooper Hoffman Licorice Pizza, which I don't understand the name itself though, man. You don't put licorice on a pizza, folks. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it though. No. <laughs> Yo. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I'm sorry for I'm sorry for laughing, but it's just the name of the movie is so fucking funny to me, man. Like anybody in a rice in the mind of TikTok would actually do some shit like that is a fucking idiot. <laughs> you have to be a fucking idiot to do some shit like that, man. <laughs> um <laughs> you get the rest, man. Um and Anthony Ramos and in, in the Heights. Um, it's Garfield's third nomination, but first win. All right. Will Smith, um, uh, Smith, age 53, took home the trophy for best actor in a motion picture drama for his performance in King Richard as Richard Williams, the father of tennis champions, Venus and Serena Williams. Although it's Smith's sixth nod, it's his first win and makes his oscar chances look better we predicted he'd win but it was still not a guarantee since this was a competitive category he was up against ben benedict cumberbatch the power of the dog denzel washington the tragedy of Macbeth*, marshall ali swan song and aviar um bought being the ricardos uh, Okay, um, Rachel Zegler, um, age twenty, won a Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy or Musical for a role as Maria in West Side Story. She was the favorable. She was the favorite to win, but since it's her at her debut role, it was far from a lock. She was up against a slew of. More established stars, including Hollywood favorites, um Jennifer Lawrence, Don't Look Up, Emma Stone, Corella, which I hated that movie, man. That movie was fucking trash, folks. Um, and I'm not gonna review that shit anyway, man, because that shit is so fucking trash, man. That the, the thing the thing about Corella when it came out and shit, man, like the shit didn't make any sense. You turn a fucking evil ass bitch who has a resting bitch face who hates puppies to a fucking hero, that's the shit that kind of lost me, man. That's why I'm not reviewing that shit, man, man. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm sorry, but this is not the type of movie I would actually watch, man. Yeah, not my movie, man. I'm sorry. Not my movie. (laughs) Not my fucking movie, man. I don't think so. And uh, Marion on um, uh, Cotillard and Annette along with a lot of with licorice pizza again. <laughs> okay, I'm not even gonna um, hold you on that one, man. <laughs> everybody, okay, um, everybody thought Beyonce was gonna win. <laughs> Everybody thought Beyonce was gonna win. <laughs> she lost. Oh, 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 oh man. <laughs> oh man. Beyonce. Age forty was <laughs> the Billy Alex. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit oh lord, I need this laugh, man. <laughs> I need this fucking laugh right there, man. <laughs> yeah, Billy Eilish oh, is like age 20. <laughs> I-, I just wait. Uh, what a snub. The best song in a motion picture, Eilish's um No Time to Die from the James Bond movie of the same um of the same title one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously, when I heard that track by um Billy Eilish from the uh No Time to Die soundtrack, I thought that song was pretty interesting, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it still is. <laughs> yeah. and you know, you know, good and hella well that yeah is not gonna be um fucking winning every single award show, man. That is not gonna happen, man. I mean, I mean, damn, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, this is just crazy. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Beyonce was nominated for her song "Be Alive" from King Richard. Will the beat with a bay hive with a bay hive and um eyelashes fans the eyelashes <laughs> The eyelashes oh man oh my gosh <laughs> eyelashes have a tense Clash in the coming days. Beyonce was fucking robbed. Man, come on, man. You know how many years her and Jay-Z won an award by the Golden Globes and and other award shows and shit like that? Like, give somebody else a fucking shot, man. (laughs) Like, come on, son. (laughs) Oh, man, one fan tweeted, yeah, get the fuck out of here. I love Bay, but this is literally one of the greatest Beyonce songs ever. Another said, Yeah, Kanye West said the same shit years ago, man. (laughs) And he over over here got in hot water for that stunt he put with Taylor Swift, man. Like, come on, get the fuck out of here, man. That bullshit. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man, listen. Um, Nicole Kidman, age fifty-four, won for the best <laughs> best actress in a motion picture drama c- category for her portrayal of Lucille Ball and being the Ricardos. <laughs> this is a huge upset. <laughs> oh man. He was upset since nobody expected her to win. She was up against Jessica Chastings, the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, the lost daughter, Lady Gaga, the house of Gucci, and Kristen Stewart Spencer. Um, Stewart was the favorite to win, with Gaga and Coleman both considered possible upsets. Kidby wasn't even considered a possibility, especially since their there was backlash to her casting nicole kidman has won five times before i'm sure she'll be nominated again in the future because she produces great work kristen stewart Floyd and spencer she was robbed here one fan tweeted oh ah, lord look look um hold on a minute man um I actually want to say something about this shit, too, before we even go to, before we even go to, um, T.I.'s, um, um, theory, and before we even go to T.I. and DJ, um, K. Slay, um, I want to say something, actually, yes, look, so, the thing here's the thing the thing about war shows right there's always a there's always going to be a certain category um about certain certain songs certain movies certain songs that's been featured in the movie soundtrack or whatever that really touches people like the the billy eilish thing man you know no one expected billy eilish to actually um to win over Beyonce which was pretty which is pretty shocking and surprising from shocking and surprising but at the same time man like you know you know give the younger people a fucking chance man stop fucking acting like oh you think Beyonce is going to win every, every fucking award get out of here man that's not how that shit works <laughs> you have to i think there's a voting process to actually vote for who wants to be um nominated and being able to um win the awards whether it's golden gloves or any award shows whatsoever you gotta go you gotta actually vote you know what i'm saying (laughs) you know what i mean you actually gotta vote though you know i mean that's just how that's just um how it is and stuff and I mean, do award shows need to change their, their fucking tune in terms of, like, you know, people of color and all that other shit? Thing? Yes, I would, I would agree and attest to that. But just because... Just because you're famous does not fucking mean that you're going to always win every award. <laughs> the thing is... um. Since Billie Eilish actually won that shit, <laughs> I think I think it was just t- it was just time for Beyonce to to have several seats. She's won every award over the years with her with with um Jay Z and all these other people. I mean, let other people get a chance. You know what I'm saying? That's just my take on that shit, though. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just my opinion. <laughs> so don't try to cancel me folks don't even think about it man you know what i mean and now we go to we're gonna go to the djk slate thing man this one was this one was pretty um crazy right there though man um this one was pretty crazy um so recently, rumors rumors legendary New York City DJ K-Slay was losing his battle with COVID-19 started to circulate last week, but in the interview with Hip Hop DX, his biological twin brothers Kwame and Michael Grayson assured his fans and peers he was getting stronger. That's not to say he's completely out of the woods yet, but there's been another promising development. In a text... To DX, Kwame said the doctors told us and mom that his eyes just opened today. It will be a long time before he's released from the hospital, but a long time is better than no time. WAC 100 prepared the rumors of K Slay's impending death on social media with an Instagram post that read, Pray for my brother, DJ K It's not looking good. He might be mad at me for this, Those." that no slay, but he needs all the support he can get been 14 days fighting COVID, um, AKA the coronavirus disease. Um, and, um, he's just, he's just be put on a ventilator. Keep him in your prayers, please. Um, um, But hours later, the Grayson brothers were doing damage control and empathetically stating K-Slay was showing signs of improvement. He's definitely not going to die, Kwame said on January 6th. I'm not going to lie. I was jumping around. I was definitely happy. He was slowly fading away, but God didn't let that happen. Everything in time and when they found out who he was, they got him powered up again. So he's up and going. He's like in a recovery state, but he's definitely not going to die. You can trust me on that one. Kwame also debunked the notion K-Slay was placed on on a ventilator, adding that was not a ventilator. I don't know how they thought that, but it was not a ventilator he was on. It was a machine that was helping him breathe. But it was not a ventilator. Okay. Whack motherfucking hundred. Your crazy ass need to have several fucking seats, man. Because, hold on. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about fucking rumors, man. Rumors is like a fucking um poison ivy from the Chicago Baseball Stadium. It's like the fucking, it's like the fucking mosquitoes that tend to bite your ass. You know what I'm saying? You spread rumors like that. (laughs) You're really trying to do more harm than, than, than good. So what the hell, what the hell even possessed you to even start that rumor in the first place, man? Like this, this shit is ridiculous. This shit is so fucking ridiculous, man. And you know, if I was motherfucking whack one hundred, I quit while you're ahead, <laughs> because <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to mess with K- DJ K Slays brothers, man. Because they they know the facts, man. And I have to commend him for debunking that fucking myth, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um. So, I don't know where they got this information. He was on a machine that was helping him breathe because he couldn't breathe. A couple of days ago, he was in a state where everybody thought he really wasn't going to make it. Of course, this is crazy. This is crazy, man. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna take the brother's word for it, though, man. You know what I mean? I'm gonna take the brother's word for that shit, though, man. Cause what he, cause was he said, it was pretty true and it was factual. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, um, you know what they, you know what public public enemy be saying in their song? Don't believe the fucking hype. You know what I'm saying? Because all that stuff can really, 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 really Land you in hot fucking water. So, 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 Wack 100 needs to fucking stop this shit, man. Hold on, let me take a sip. All right. So, We got two TI news to get to. Um, so this happened recently. Um, so New York Mayor, New York City Mayor Eric Adams stroked the fire of New York City residents with some of his incendiary incendiary comments on Tuesday, January fourth, which was my birthday, age thirty seven. Um, regarding workers in the Big Apple he regarded as low-skilled such, such as dishwashers and cooks rather than those in, in an office cubicle. Yo, what the f- wait, 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 wait. You got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be fucking kidding me! You just been elected mayor mayor already of New York City, and and you come out with this with this fucking garbage that you just that you just said, in quote that they were like fucking low skilled, such as dishwashers and cooks, rather than be rather than those in an office cubicle. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. you may have experience when you was a cop or whatever as far as, like, you know, talking to the community and all that other stuff, which is which is all good, which is all good and shit, which is actually a good method and stuff. But when you say shit like this, it kind of offends people. So, you know what I'm saying? um, And, yeah, and, you know, sometimes people are in their moments when they end up saying stuff out of the blue, which I'm pretty sure he probably didn't mean it in a way. But, you know, be mindful. Just be mindful, man. You know what I mean? Just be mindful, man. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure he's going to be a better mayor than Mayor build the bozo which by the way i didn't know he was from brooklyn too like uncle ralph mcdaniels too you know what i'm saying i did not know he was from brooklyn same way i didn't know maxwell was from brooklyn too <laughs> which is crazy right um yeah that's crazy right there man so that's just that's just my take on that right there man and you know that's a fucking fact though man Anyways, um, my low skill workers, my cooks, my dishwashers, my messengers, my shoe shine people, those who work at Dunkin' Donuts, he stated in cringe word cringe fashion. They don't have the academic skills to sit in a corner office. They need this. We are in this together, and we should be saying to ourselves, if I remotely do do my job, then that stock clerk is not going to be able to have the business he deserves. That's what I need us to understand. Well, look, while many many voiced their frustrations with the new mayor's um, comments on social media, even TI, even joined in on the excor- excoriation of Adams by giving him some significant advice for his speeches going forward. Um, as a wordsmith himself, the trap legend let Adams know that vocabulary matters. The Shade Room's um, Instagram comments, uh, let's see. Eric Adams' snap turtle ass really fixed his mouth to look down on the people who make this world rotate, Hot 97 alone, Scotty Beam added on Twitter. It's going to be a long four years. While Adams is yet to apologize for his comments, he did speak about how he once, um, he was once a cook and dishwasher during his college days. Those paychecks helped him make ends meet, and that's why he's refusing to shut down New York City amid the surge in COVID nineteen cases and put those same individuals out of work. Um yeah um yeah it is a tough situation as being a mayor and stuff so I I kind of get it. I get it. Um I get it. Because of course, as a mayor, you wanna be able to make the best decisions that you that you wanna do. Uh, because if you really think if you really think about it though, man, we cannot have a second lockdown. We cannot have a second lockdown because if, if, if that happens, the economy is gonna be a lot worse and unemployment is gonna be um a lot worse too. So that would mean an economic tsunami. Which is five times worse than the Great Depression, and I'm gonna keep saying this because of all the fucking boneheads who are conspiracy theorists who like to use alternative facts or made of made-up fucking stories <laughs> about about um about you know vaccines killing people or whatever. How about do your fucking research on the ingredients that's in there. Because last time I checked, cancers and diseases, shootings, murders, and all that other stuff, those are the main and and of course, you know, drunk driving accidents, car accidents, plane accidents, helicopter accidents, um, motorcycle accidents, all these other things, you just name. You just name it. Those are the things that get you killed. Not a fucking vaccine, man. So, so you know, I had to stress this out, man, because this is just so fucking annoying. I, I get annoyed with where I'm um, fucking conspiracy theorists because they fucking at this if they got all the fucking answers, and I'm not really, I'm not really liking the idea of conspiracy theorists who act like they got all the fucking answers. So, enough, man. I just had enough of this shit, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's my take on that shit, though. Um, in other TI news, um, let's see. In other TI news, um, he's starting comedy. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) Um. So this is this is this is pretty interesting right here, um, so, so almost twenty years after teaming up with Little Wing, Trick Daddy, and Lil Jon on Urban Legends stand up, Ti is trying his hand at a different kind of stand up. On Thursday, January twentieth, footage circulated online showing the Grand Hustle general putting his mic skills to the test at a comedy club, in the two minute. Clip, Tip stands on stage and delivers a stand-up on routine touching on infidelity. And he says in quote, um, if you ever get into the area of cheating, that's no man's land. The Atlanta rapper, who has been married to his wife Tamika Tiny Harris for 12 years, joked, "Can you be in a committed relationship and still have a friend from the opposite sex?" Now, if you fucking, it don't count. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He's He's right. He's right. He's right. He's right, though. Oh man, he's right though. <laughs> he's right. Um, the ladies, the ladies, like, yes it do, yes it do. It still count. See, y'all motherfuckers ain't shit, man. Ladies cheat. <laughs> they ain't better than us. So don't get into the game because this shit is gonna get gonna be fucked up for you. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> that's a logical. That's that's a logical fact right there. <laughs> uh TI's um stand-up comedy set got laughs from the crowd, which included his wife, but some of the reactions on social media weren't as enthusiastic um as enthusiastic. Um throws tomatoes, boo, get off the stage, one coming. <laughs> One user commented on the Jasmine Brand's Instagram post while another wrote, how is this stand-up? Sound like a relationship seminar. While it remains to be seen, T.I. has a future in comedy. It wouldn't be his only creative pursuit outside of rap. The 41-year-old boost in acting resume that includes roles in ATL, American Gangster, and Takers, as well as his VH1 reality series, Tiny, no, T.I. and Tiny, The Family Hustle. Um, um, Despite his various ventures, rest assured, T.I.'s heart is still in hip-hop as the self-proclaimed king of the South, recently um, reasserted his place at the top of the game next to Jay-Z, Nas, Lil Wayne, Kanye West, and Pusha T. Um, when it comes to getting behind the motherfucking mic, nigga, putting some shit to music, ain't nobody fucking with me. Nope, nigga. None of them. He declared in an in Instagram video, you ain't never heard of me on no record with nobody, and they, and they dusting me, nigga. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I do. I do actually agree with him on, on the, I do agree with him on the part where he was like talking about how, um, how he, he was like, okay he asked this, he asked this interesting question. Can you be in a relationship? Can you be in a committed relationship and still have a friend from the opposite sex? Now, if you fucking, it don't count. Um, maybe, maybe. Yeah. You know what? I mean, look, everybody's different. Okay. Like like, <laughs> we gotta stop this fucking bandwagon shit, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we gotta stop this bandwagon shit, man. Look, both the opposite sex both cheat. And hold on. I wanna say this shit too, man. Look, you got motherfuckers like Charlemagne the God who keeps saying black men don't cheat or whatever. Guess what? Yes, they fucking do. (laughs) Do you understand? Yes, they fucking do. (laughs) You can't like you act them like like you act like like you're basically um you know more superior and you act as if you don't fucking make mistakes and shit. Like, come on, man. Are you are you really are you really that fucking are you really that fucking insecure? And every time I keep hearing the phrase "black men don't cheat." It just goes to show that he 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 has an egotistical insecurity. The same way Kanye West has an egotistical um insecurity of being a fucking jerk to everybody. <laughs> and, and I'm like, listen, man. And and another thing, that's the reason why I didn't review Kanye West's music, man, because he was being a fucking egotistical jerk, like. I, I i i i don't know and everybody everybody missed the old kanye but right now it's just an egotistical jerk okay i can't i can't stress this man you know what i'm saying i'm all for everybody having an opinion right but there's certain shit certain shit that you, certain shit you, you really, 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 really gotta, gotta really think long and fucking hard about this. Because when you say black men don't cheat, that's like saying, that's like saying that you never made a, a fucking mistake in your damn life. You're not fucking perfect. Like, Kill that fucking noise with that bullshit, man. I'm sorry. But this is fucking ridiculous, man. But this is just my take on that shit, though, man. Don't believe in the fucking hype that black men don't cheat. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of black men out there. Not all, but some of them out there that do that do the same shit worse than worse than um some. Not all women, but some. All right. I'm not trying to be offensive, but I'm just trying to, you know, reach some common ground here. You know what I mean? So, so, yeah, there you have it. Um, let's see. What other story can we talk about? I know this is um that you know, we covered, we covered all of the all of the um stuff. So our last topic of the day, which I didn't oh, we need to talk about the Morbius movie. We need to talk about the Morbius movie, which I didn't get a chance to talk about that shit too, man. Um. We need to talk about the Morbius movie, actually. Um, yeah, we need to talk about the Morbius movie. Um, okay, okay, so, um, so, so. All you, Mar- oh, hold on! All you Marvel fans out there, um, who are into superheroes and and and, and other characters and stuff like that, right? Um, if you thought that Marvel Universe was going to come out in that particular that particular date that was going on right now, well, guess what? You're gonna have to wait till like two months till April for it to come out. And this is what's going on here. Comic book fans will have to wait a little longer to see um one of the Marvel Comics' most iconic vampires bite into the big screen debut. Sony Pictures will move the release date of Morbius by three months. The studio said on Monday the film part of Sony's uh, Spider-Man Cinematic Universe, not to be confused with Disney MCU, will debut on April 1st, 2022 which is this year instead of January 28th. Um, It's not the first time or second or the third that Morbius had, has had to postpone its red carpet premiere. The film was supposed to debut on July 20. No, excuse me, July 10th, 2020, but COVID-19 had other ideas as the pandemic, AKA the slam has raged. Morbius has cycled through release dates at various points. It has been sh- scheduled to open on July 31st, 2020, then March 19th, 2021, then October 8th, 2021, and finally moving, moving January 21st, 2022, before shifting yet again to the January 28th date that it just, um, vacated. Omicron is just the latest unexpected twist in the slamdemic that just refuses to go away. Yeah, that has to be a big scare. I'm sorry, wrong button. That has to be a big scare, though. Yeah, that has to be a big scare right there, man. And, yeah, um... Yeah, I do feel bad for our Marvel Comics fans out there who, who, um, who, were, who was looking forward into seeing the Morbius movie and stuff like that. I didn't see the, I didn't see the second trailer for this shit, but, um. I would actually try to see if I can actually if there's a because I know I, I knew there was a second trailer for this shit, but I wanted to actually, you know, see what the hell's going on. I'll have to go on YouTube to actually see for myself. So, you know, there you have it right there. Um yes, last but not least, um we have we have some bumper cars that i didn't get a chance to talk about in the um previous episode of 109 all right um no yeah yeah um a, yeah we did talk about the bumper cars all right this is the last one of the show right here so um so this is what's happening here uh so the bumper cars on ICE to return to Bank of America Winter Village at Bryant Park this week. Um, This was from um, recently from January 11th, according to um, amny.com. And this is what's happening here. Tickets are now on sale for a beloved activity at Bryant Park where you can spin, slide, and bump around this winter from January 14th through February 27th New Yorkers can enjoy the return of the popular bumper cars on ice at Bank of America Winter Village at Bryant Park Once open the bumper cars will be open from 2 to 8 p.m. on weekdays and from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on weekends Rides will last 10 minutes and will be accommodated on a first one first serve basis with your one hour booking window for the first time this year bank of america winter village at brian park will host special late night rides with bumper cars on ice the dates of the late night rides will be announced at a later date um so drivers must be aged seven years old and up and be at least 42 inches tall. Bumper cars are single ride only. One person per car and no children in laps. Tickets start at $20 and can be reserved at the at the website, which is um, www.wintervillage.org. Um, that's www.wintervillage.org. That's where you get your twenty dollars for tickets. Yes, yeah, so like I said, man. Um, from the date, um, it's from January fourteenth through February twenty seventh. Um, for everybody in the New York area of the five boroughs, all Long Island, aka Strong Island, um, sure. Sh- or any part of the tri-state area, like a Connecticut or New Jersey, uh, wherever, uh, make sure you have a chance to check out Bryant Park, um, where you can actually um, check out the bumper cars on ice, which is pretty. F- which sounds like fun, though, man. And I'm gonna end that shit on a happy note, um, because I don't like sad episodes and stuff, man. You know what I mean? I never like sad episodes anyway because you know you know it makes it it makes it more um it makes it more depressing and I don't want to do that to you guys, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I hope you guys actually understood what I was saying um in terms of you know the things that I was talking about in each topic. I hope you guys actually learned something today um so yeah um let's see how much time we got here all right so we're gonna actually wrap up this show right here um you like what you heard in today's episode or any previous episodes whatsoever please feel free to share to show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app all right um, that way, you'll be able to, um, you know, donate whatever amount of money you are comfortable with. And once again, it's not about break. It's not about breaking the fucking brink, you guys. It's all about doing the best you can. And whatever amount you decide to to choose to donate will be appreciated. So don't worry. Don't worry about that. You know what I mean. Don't worry about that um you know what i'm saying um so yeah there you go right there um you can follow the show on facebook and instagram which is off the meat rack chains new york podcast on facebook and instagram alongside with my other shows on instagram which is excellent fun vibrant podcast um and meticulous vodka's podcast um on the gram i just released um episode 48 already um i hope you guys check that out too and i just released two episodes yesterday 107 and 108 109 will be available on monday and um a little side note um during the recording of one on episode 109 um Apparently my mother was banging on the door like she was the fucking cops, man, which it was unexpected, by the way. Um just a, a little just a little um clarification of what went down on episode one oh nine. Um apparently it was a loud banging on my door by my mother and stuff. And I actually cause what happened was um she had somebody come over to actually put up some fancy curtains and stuff. But I was recording my podcast shows because because I do this on a weekly basis, which is which is the career that I am trying to build. This isn't this isn't just a hobby. This isn't this is not just a hobby. This is this is my. um Create creative um, creative, um, therapeutic time with you guys, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, um, we're going to, all right, and there, so, um, anyway, you can also follow me on the gram, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York, alongside with my other, um, handle, which is, um, 17 Live G Money Stacks Queens, New York. All right. Now we go to our uh now we go to our segment right here. Um that I like to call Stream Choices on the Go. And this segment, we talk about where you can listen to the episodes, where you can actually, you know, rate, where you can actually subscribe, where you actually can actually do the whole nitty gritty of where you can actually be able to um, listen to the episodes, and when when you are on the gram of G Money Stacks five fifty five in Queens, New York, or the show page Off The Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast um, you're going to see a link that says Linktree slash G Money Stacks 555 and on there you're going to see you're going to see um, a whole list of audio streaming platforms which includes YouTube Alright. So here we go. Um, so the show is on Anchor, Audacity, Audible, Audio Burst, Amazon Music, Breaker, Cashbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Um, the recently newly added stream platform Moon FM Podcast. Player FM Pocketcast Pod Bay Podfriend Pado Polo Podorama Podcast Index Podcast Attic Podchaser Reason FM Spotify. Don't forget to give a five-star rating to Pod Chaser, Pod Friend, and Spotify. Um, when you get a chance. Um, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts. Don't forget to listen to Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. And last but not least, the YouTube. While you are on the YouTube. Go grab the subscribe button. Make sure you enable alerts so you can be reminded of when you are on the air while this show goes on the air um, on a weekly basis. Tap the notification bell. Make sure you leave a like and a comment along with the episodes. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Share the videos, download your favorite episodes. Share the episodes, tell a friend to another friend, and of course, make sure you share the podcast along with the audio streaming platforms with the link that says Linktree slash G Money Stacks five fifty five with your friends. All right, um. Okay, let's see. Let me see if I missed anything. I don't think I missed anything, but um I like to do a little something right here, man. But before I even get to that, uh quick reminder. Um uh, make sure you reach out to your loved ones, make sure you um of course, which includes your wives, your husbands, your your boyfriends, your, your girlfriends, your friends, um, those individuals might be fine on the outside, but on the inside, they are not. So you want to do what you can to actually be there for them as far as more support, um, whatever it is. And there is no time frame on how to reach. On how to um reach out to somebody, you don't need to wait for men- mental health day or mental health awareness month like May, which is which I call mental health check-in month, um, which is which is um, what is it? It's like three months away. Mental health check-in month is like three months away, folks. So, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So. In future episodes, we might be covering certain topics. Like one in particular that kind of caught my attention, which is um, Eight Senses to Wellness, which I'm going to have, you know, somebody, I'm going to have like somebody with me. Um, you know what I mean? I'm going to have like this, the two women. Um, I'm going to try to get maybe two, three, three people. To also chime in on the whole mental health aspect and stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like mental health is important. And and I made up the mental health check-in segment because I feel this is important to people. And, you know, I'm doing my my best to actually make a difference, even though I may not be a mental health expert, but you know, I'm human. I'm actually doing the best I can to actually you know, learn some stuff. But there's certain stuff I may not be able to understand. I'm not going to understand everything all the fucking time. So, you know what I'm saying? Just bear with me and just stick with me. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, So, yeah. I did create a new segment, actually, in regards to giving out some free game that I like to call podcast free game mechanism. I'm going to make some noise on this one right here, man. So, we're going to do some chimes. In this, second this last segment of the night, um I'd like to actually um cater my attention to giving y'all some free game on how to start a podcast which you know i was able to like i said um prior to that and previously um i was helping out a a um a live streamer who has a podcast with her best friend Um, who doesn't have social media and shit like that, which, which is kind of hard to actually get to know a person who doesn't have social media. Um, and, um, her name is, um, Cindy and her nickname is pink rice. And she has a podcast show called you are glowing podcast. And they have 12 episodes already. Now I'm not sure what's gonna go down with um episode 13 or what they're gonna record. I'm not sure. But I will say, I will say um um for you to check out the episodes of you are glowing podcast on Spotify. And of course, you know follow your glowing podcast on Instagram. you know what I mean um, so yeah, so podcast game of starting a podcast. first and foremost you need you need headphones. and also you need a microphone. Now it doesn't have to be anything too expensive folks. Um, it could be a Yeti microphone. It could be in a Voscon, um microphone model that I have right here, which I bought from um, Target, um, not Amazon. Um, Amazon was a little too expensive, so I had to go a little bit with Target on that one. Um, and you also need a laptop or computer so you can do your live streams. Um and like, like I always recommend, I always like to recommend um, StreamYard because with StreamYard you get to, um, you get to send invite links to people, which means um, when when individuals click on the link that you send the invite links to on the day that you are going to record, they'll come into the, um, stream yard studio. And then, and then when you see that person, um, you're going to see, you're going to see them and then you're going to add them to your live stream chat. That way you're able to, um, you're able to chat share a couple thoughts which is what i did in episode 109 if you guys didn't know i actually had two guests on the show yesterday um feel free to check that out on um on youtube which is episode 109 which features um bell aka black diamond and Lee. um you know what i mean And, you know, by the way, by the way, um, you also are able to create your own brand. And, and of course, you are able to create talking points and segments like I did right here. I'm able to create segments. Um, to basically know what I'm going to basically talk about here. Um, and basically, um, I want to actually say that this software has better quality sound quality than zoom because last time I checked, um, zoom had audio issues. And you know, sometimes when you're doing your live stream podcast recordings, you don't want to have any audio issues. Now, I recently did have a little bit of an um, audio issue, but it was an internet connection issue, actually. But, um, you know, for the most part, I was able to fix it, and I ended up... um, restarting a whole live for Mitigas Vaju's podcast on Thursday night. But it was but it's okay though, man. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. And I managed to do that. So, you know, I'm not going to have a perfect show. That's not what this is. I'm not trying to have a perfect show all the time. That's not what this is, man. This is basically trying to basically, you know, make a name, make a name for myself as a Queens, um, as a person who is from Southeast Queens, which is Laurelton. And I'm trying to do something to make a difference. Now, a couple weeks ago, I did ask if I was enough and some people said that I was enough others, you know? I try to do as much as I can, man, to and and, and, and and this is this is this platform right here is about inspiring, motivating people, you know what I'm saying? That's what this is. And I also inspire people as far as like, you know, humor. I mean humor is important. You know what I'm saying? To to escape from this fucking dirty politics. People don't like fucking dirty politics. People don't like politics at all. <laughs> and I feel like politics is just it's not entertaining for me. Now, I don't mind doing a combination of serious stories to to funny stories. Now, certain stories that are serious, I'm not trying to do anything on um on on any particular topics as far as like the same topics that other people are talking about, you know. The difference with this podcast right here is is that you are able I'm able to actually talk about mass transit um, because no other podcast in New York is actually doing this. So I figured I use my experience to actually talk about this. So that's my reason why I added mass transit. So. Back to free game. Now, now StreamYard, the most important software that I was introduced to. Um, I'm getting the hang of this live stream right here, and of course, by the way, by the way, um, you can set an account on StreamYard. All you have to do is put. Your email address or the podcast shows email address on there. And once you put that email address, it'll it'll send you to an area where it has get login code. When you press that, all you need to do is press that. You go to your email and it's going to send you some numbers. That way, you don't have to worry about remembering passwords and shit. So it kind of makes it kind of easy for you. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Um, so there you have it, right? There you have it, right there, though, man. And that's your, and you can also download um Anchor, which is what I'm using right now. Um, you can download the Anchor app on your phones. you. you your, your, your iPhones, your Androids, your iPads, your Android tablets, your computers, um, where it features creation tools where you can actually be able to, um, you know, put your music intros and in outros and all that good stuff on there or you can actually be able to check out anchor.fm to get yourself a head start on your podcast show journey all right now i'm going to wrap this up right now this has been an interesting episode 110 we had some we had some laughs, <laughs> especially some um some moments of snubs where we even talked about how um Beyonce got snubbed, which I didn't even, <laughs> which I had to laugh at that shit though, man, because people always speculating how people always um people always ha- speculating that Beyonce's gonna win the next award or whatever and stuff like that when she got plenty of awards already, man. Like, come on, give somebody a fucking chance though, man. You know what I'm saying? Um. Let me see who came in. Let me see who came in first. Hold on a minute. Let me see who came in. Oh, okay. Look, we have here. We got um. We got dear Jen's underscore podcast. Thank you for joining the live stream of my show off the meat rack chains New York podcast. Um. A little reminder, Off the Meat Rat Chain's New York podcast is on Wednesdays, Thursdays at 6 p.m. and Saturdays at 10 p.m. And the audio episodes is Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, the same method as the TMZ podcast. Meticus um, Vaju's podcast is on Mondays, Tuesdays at 6 p.m., Thursdays at 9 p.m. And my sports show, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Sports Edition show, is on Sundays at 6 p.m., but tomorrow I am going to do back-to-back episodes, one at 12 o'clock for episode 11 and the other one for episode 12. So you guys want to stick around for that. Make sure you turn your notifications on so you can be reminded of when um three of the shows is gonna go on the air um via live stream and of course you know thank you to everybody who tuned in to the show and of course uh i appreciate every single one of you who took the time to actually watch the episodes and stuff and i'm actually gotta say this has been an amazing journey especially having over 3,000 views and stuff. So let's just keep this going though, man. I'm really, I have to be proud of myself, man, for starters though, man. And, and, you know, I wasn't, and you know, it's for podcasters out there who are interested in making a podcast whatsoever, you know, you know, it's all about consistency and it's all about having confidence behind the microphone. And also it's, 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 it's also um when you create a title of your show you want to make sure that it represents you um and and that nobody has ever heard before so you know what i'm saying that's very important don't worry about the analytics of the numbers as far as like the uh the the the, the amount of um the amount of listens, the amount of um, subscribers on YouTube and, you know, your your Instagrams, your Twitters, your Facebooks, your TikToks and all that other shit, man. Because the fact of the matter is that, you know, the, not, the amount of followers um, doesn't define you. What defines you is being the best human being you can be. And now I'm going to I'm going to wrap that up with a button on there. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you very much for tuning in and rocking with me on this episode one oh no, episode one ten. And if you guys miss episode one oh nine, I had women on the show for the first time. Actually, it's been a minute since I had guests on my show. So this is just um me trying to get the hang of trying to see you know it wasn't really an interview per se. This is more like, it was more like a conversation type of thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, um, before I even go, I want to actually, um, let y'all know who you can follow that. I actually was, you know, referring to, which is, uh, which is, um, on Instagram. Just give me a sec. Just give me a second here. Um, yeah. Um, all right, here we go. Here we go. Now, um, I'm going to give you a list of people. Okay. So the first person on Instagram who goes by the name of bell, AKA black, um, diamond, um, the username is B. K no B L K D M N D C O, um which stands which is Black Diamond Cooperative. That's what CO stands for, folks. Um also um there's another person that I, that I want you guys to actually um follow. Um her name is Tanique, her name is Tanika Styles. Um, you can follow her on the gram as well. Um, of course, um, she has a put poko 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 um thing going on, you know what I'm saying? You know, make sure you follow her on there too, man. Show some love on there and show some love to Bell who has an amazing business right now. Um, Black Diamond Cooperative and stuff. So make sure you follow those two on the gram, alright? And tell them G Money Stacks from Off the Meat Rat Chain's New York podcast and Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast and Excellent Fun Vibrant podcast sent you, alright? So, there you go, man. I'm off this shit. I'm out of here. It's a wrap. G Money Stacks is clocking out. Thank you listening rocking with me and i'll see you in the next episode peace and with love and have yourselves a good night be safe make sure you are not outside during snowmageddon um for for everybody that's living in new york new jersey connecticut i know it's been kind of tough with the snowmageddon of 16 to 18 inches um hopefully you guys are keeping warm with some hot tea um, hot chocolate um, with marshmallows. If you have any, you can add that to that. Um, make sure you wash your hands along with um, along with soap, hand sanitizer, water, Gatorade for electrolytes for energy and strength. And, yeah, there you have it, though, man. Um, I'm out of here. Peace and one love. And have yourself a good night. and y p o d c a s t alongside with my primary instagram handle g money stacks 555 in queens new york and go to the youtube channel g money stacks 555 be sure to click the subscribe button grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream more video content upcoming episodes Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks and thank you listeners and watchers for tuning into the podcast. One love.